This is the Two Minute Time Lord podcast recorded live from Hurricane Who. I'm Chip and I'm here with Tara O'Shea, whose immediate claim to fame in Doctor Who fandom is Chicks Dick Time Lords, the book coming out in March from Matt Norwegian Press. Tara, what made you decide to pull together this book as our editor or co-editor? Um, actually, I pitched the book originally to Larson Christo, the publishers at Mad Norwegian Press, when they were staying at my house. I had had a t-shirt made for my very first Gallifrey One convention that said, Chicks Dig Time Lords, because I thought of it as a statement that people greeted with amusement, whereas to me it was simply a statement of fact. Very often in the press, there was repeated that girls are watching Doctor Who now. And having been an old series fan and having been in fandom in the United States for 20 years, I knew there'd always been girls. This wasn't anything new. The chicks had always dug Time Lords. So my original idea was for a geek girl's guide to the series and the internet. And instead, we brainstormed and came up with the idea of an essay book collecting anecdotal personal stories from fans, from people related to the production, both old and new. And it was something that simply didn't exist. There was nothing like it out there of women sharing their stories about Doctor Who and why they love it and how it inspires them to create and be participatory rather than simply consumptive. But they don't simply consume stories. They're actually giving something back by running conventions and writing fan fiction and making fan films and making screen-accurate costumes and all the things that women get passionate about in the fandom. So that was very, very uh, appealing to me, the idea of it. And luckily, the publishers agreed. And we brought in Lynn Thomas, who was not an original series fan, but married an original series fan and was introduced to Doctor Who and is in love with the new series and has has also fallen in love with the original series. So she is also a fan in addition to being an awesome editor and a brilliant, wicked smart librarian who has a lot of experience editing essay collections and brought an amazing, amazing group of professional science fiction and fantasy authors to the table to contribute their stories. So we have not just fans and not just people who are active in fandom, but also writers like Kay Tempest Bradford and Elizabeth Baer and Sean and McGuire sharing their stories about Doctor Who and the influence it was on them as children and as adults. There have always been female fans of Doctor Who, right from the beginning, but the impression that I have, and it's one I shared with Joanna Mead when we talked about this book before, is that old school Doctor Who was pretty much a boys club in terms of fandom, even though there were females allowed into the club. Is that a true assessment of what old school fandom was like? What's it like now? Well, certainly I think it's cyclical. I think... In the United States, uh, Doctor Who fandom in the 1980s was, if not gender parity, was actually overwhelmingly female in some circles. Um, In the United States, media fandom has been traditionally female-dominated in terms of it was the women writing the fan fiction, it was the women editing the fanzines, being very, very active in convention staff, running conventions. During the wilderness years, I think the fandom that became dominant in the UK was almost entirely male. So that was a, a shock to the system, actually, being in a media fandom for me for the first time where there were boys in. It was the oddest thing for me because prior to that, the only fandom I'd ever been in where there was a majority of guys was comics fandom, which is very a very different breed. And I think the cross-pollination these days with young girls who are growing up watching anime and reading manga means there's loads and loads of girls reading comics, so now comics has gotten gender parity. 
Doctor Who being relaunched has brought a whole new generation of young girls who were predisposed to love genre television and genre fiction by things like Harry Potter and the prevalence of genre programming that it's not considered odd or cultish anymore to love Doctor Who. It's completely socially acceptable in the mainstream. And so you're seeing masses of young girls in the UK and in the States being geeky and fanish publicly about something that in the 1980s and 1990s was considered culty and specialized and associated with the stereotype of the unwashed young man who lived in his mother's basement, which every genre fan faces with every puff piece in a newspaper. And really it dispels that myth. People of all ages love Doctor Who, and I think they always have. But certainly in the United States, it is a very different experience with Doctor Who than it was in the UK because it wasn't pervasive in the culture. It wasn't considered a mainstream series. It's considered a science fiction genre series. So that was a different look at the fandom. People didn't grow up with it here. It wasn't part of their childhood the way that it was in the UK from the 60s onward. So the mainstreaming of Doctor Who, it's not just a phenomenon of casual viewers coming to see this culty show, but it's also a broadening of the hardcore fan base. Definitely. I mean, there are loads and loads of people who had never seen the original Doctor Who, who when they were introduced to the new series, actively sought out DVDs and the Target novels and the New Adventures novels and the Virgin novels and the BBC books, who were introduced to the original series because of the new series. And there are loads of people who've become fans of both. There are loads of people who have only seen Torchwood, and they're actually not interested in consuming the entire Doctor Who universe. They found their little niche, and that's what they're comfortable in. Tara O'Shea is the co-editor, co-founder, co-visualizer of Chicks Dig Time Lords, which is coming out in March from Mad Norwegian Press, and you should buy two. And that's the last of the two-minute Time Lord interviews from Hurricane Who. I want to thank all of the guests at Hurricane Who that were so gracious with their time with me. We go back to the normal two-minute format with the next two-minute Time Lord podcast coming up in a few days. You can find all of the two-minute Time Lord podcasts at twominutetimelord.com, no punctuation. You can follow me on Twitter at numeral two-minute Time Lord. And please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. See you next time.